through your freedom. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Hell yes, your AK-47. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Oh, hell no. Hell yes, we're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans. Some things you just can't believe. We, you and me, we all know it's hit the fan. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel on Subscribe Star. We're live right now. L-I-V-E, live. And some things you can't believe. I cannot believe since I did the videos this morning where we're at at this particular moment. I, it's, the stupid is off the hook. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm glad you're here with me live on Subscribestar. You guys here, everyone who has gone to Subscribestar and subscribed, you're supporting our efforts to get the truth out there, the facts out there, and to get the satire out there. Good God, they're telling us who they are, folks. They're telling us. Unbelievable, they're telling us. The climate advisor to Gigi Joe Biden. Her name is Gina McCarthy. She is cheering. She's ecstatic. She's happy that fossil fuels, the fossil fuel industry, meaning the oil industry and coal, are losing jobs. Losing jobs. And I was trying to get back to the office here, trying to get back to the bunker, trying to get burrowed in and ready. And I get a picture of a gas price in Southern California over $9 a gallon. It's coming, folks. And it's coming fast. And there's a news article out today saying, yes, $200 for a barrel of oil is coming and Biden's administration is pushing for it. I spent a good deal of time today talking with uh, uh, an economist, a brilliant mind. I've spent some time today talking to Chris P. Bacon. And uh, wow, what is happening is incredible. They are pushing us, folks, intentionally over a cliff. There's no other explanation. For anyone who was alive, whether you were my age as a kid or an adult during the Carter administration, in less than two years, Biden has surpassed everything Jimmy Carter took four years to accomplish. Unbelievable. Wow. It is. It is, folks. Hump day at Subscribe Star. And you guys, you get the you get the monologue treatment and the QA. So get your questions into Jolene. And I gotta tell you, let's have some fun with this. It, I mean, if you're gonna go down, you may as well have the band playing music. That's how bad it is. It's incredible, folks. That's how bad it is. Yeah, yeah, the Biden climate advisor, loving the fact that we're all getting screwed over and an entire industry is being kneecapped, absolutely kneecapped, if you understand that particular phrase. And this is a big deal. 
I shared this with Crispy Bacon. I said, did you know? Are you aware? Do you see the ramifications, the consequences? Chevron, folks. Chevron oil, Chevron gas, right? The, the uh, wayward, not so wayward grandson of John D. Rockefeller oil, standard oil. Chevron is selling out of California. Yeah, I ain't shitting you folks. Not maybe, it's, it's, it's happening. Chevron is selling its California property and moving out. Chevron, located in Richmond, California, not Richmond, Virginia, North Bay Area, just north of San Francisco, been there for what, over 100 years? They're leaving California, right? There was a song I heard as a kid because everyone wanted to live in California because you could live in the farmland on the coast, up in the trees, in the mountains, in the deserts, in the valleys. You could, you could have your choice of climates. California, here I come. Everyone's like, California, F you, bomb. Chevron is moving to Texas. That's right, folks. Chevron's moving to Texas. And it's taking its jobs to Texas. Energy, folks, and electricity. Oil and power. It's the number one component to your standard of living. Number one component. Without, without it, without it, we are SHTF, Captain Caveman style. We, you just go right past, wah, Mad Max, without energy, oil, electricity. That's why one of the components of food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense, food, you know, food, water, shelter, your home is also your power plant. Whether you are fortunate enough to have micro hydroelectric and don't tell anyone, or you have some wind power, a couple little wind turbines up, or you have some solar panels or a generator, you can make your own power at home. Just to squeak by. Without it, it's dark. Did you know that Standard Oil, which became Chevron, folks, uh, back when I was very young, a young man, I went to the library and read all about John D. Rockefeller because I heard he was part of a conspiracy. That's right, a conspiracy to take over the world. Well, I discovered a lot of things about John D. Rockefeller. His initial interest was not gasoline, nor diesel, nor lubricating oils, nor asphalt. It was cheap light for the world. That's how he modeled his company. Standard Oil was cheap light because they used kerosene for kerosene lanterns. And the city had kerosene lanterns on its streets and he wanted to get cheap oil for cheap light. Now it's so much more than just light bulbs, right? Now we have LEDs versus compact fluorescence versus incandescent bulbs versus burning oil to produce light. <sighs> So you got Biden's administration happy, gleefully celebrating the destruction of our energy. And Chevron saying, you know what? We're going to Texas. I got to tell you this. Thankfully, folks, to counter the globalist destruction, energy companies like Chevron are taking steps to re relocate, folks, relocate to freedom-oriented areas of the country. Once again, Texas. 
the South is chosen. Now, something else about Texas. There is the claim that there's enough oil in Texas to power the entire United States of America for the next 100 to 200 years, just in Texas alone. I guess if Washington, D.C. doesn't want energy and a decent standard of living, maybe Texas will be in the lead to secede and pump its own oil, just like Russia is and just like China would if they had it. There's a difference between abandoning energy, oil, because you don't have it. But when you have it, why would you abandon it before it can be properly replaced? Folks, that is the essence of SHDF. That's why you can't believe what they're doing. Rather than saying, okay, we're going to do that. Let's involve more solar. Let's involve more wind. Let's involve more clean, carbon-free nuclear power. But let's not get rid of oil until we have the power in place and the infrastructure to deliver it to you. It's not what it's about, though, is it? It's not what it's about. Hump day Wednesday. Good golly. Uh, where do we go from here? We have a revolution of sorts. We do. We're in the midst of a revolt by our leadership in D.C. against us, me and you. That's the revolt, folks. They're revolting against constitutional restrictions constitutional limitations, and they're completely abandoning their oaths. Now, a response. You are not happy. I'm not happy. America is not happy. In Georgia, folks, over 100 of the sheriffs, not sheriffs, deputies, actual sheriffs. They have over 100 counties and over 100 of them in Georgia, folks. The sheriffs are condemning the Democrat gubernatorial challenger. That would be Java Abrams because she wants to defund the police. Now, what's terrible, folks, is it's rhino Republican Kemp versus Java Abrams. And it, is this the best America has? Is this the best that Georgia has? I doubt it. I've met a lot of people from Georgia and they're good people up there. This is why we need to clean out our political parties that are controlling each state and all the politicians because we need to get involved locally to fix this, right? Picking the most corrupt horse to win a corrupt horse race hasn't worked for me and you, has it? Not for the last, I don't know, hmm, 100 years. It's time we stop this charade. Stop picking the lesser of two evils. But it's great to see the sheriffs say, no, no, no. Unbelievable. No, we're not going to support her. We're not going to back her. In fact, we're going to condemn her as a candidate. Absolutely condemn her. Unbelievable. Un, un, unbelievable. I've got more, folks, and a lot more. Biden, train wreck. The Associated Press comes out and says 85% of Americans say the nation is on the wrong track. Folks, 78% of Democrats agree with that. Yet they're driving us down this track with our energy policy. Candidates like 
Jabba Abrams, idiots like Vice President Kamala Harris, morons like Joe Biden are just driving us down the tracks, full speed ahead, off a chasm and down into, right, a bottomless pit of SHTF. You can't believe. And he's continuing to do not just the same things, but more of them. More of them. Can you believe it? I sure hope you're prepared and you've gone to these links down here. These links, right, are so you can get prepared. Whether you need water or food, self-defense items, uh, virtual private network, gold and silver, whatever it is you think you need to get prepared for the coming just sandstorm of crap, please get prepared. Now, continuing to do the same things that got them where they're at. Unbelievable. I'm sure you have some examples, some topics, whether folks uh, whether you want to talk about a person, a place, a thing, an event, a policy, history, the future, you pick the topics in the second half of this hour. Second half of this hour, folks, I'm going to answer your questions. I love doing it on a Monday through Friday basis here on Subscribestar. It is absolutely fantastic to hear what you want to talk about. Ready? West Hollywood votes to defund their police. Yeah, that's right, folks. And they're doing this in spite of a massive surge in crime. You know how big that massive surge is? If you double the crime, you go up 100%. You've doubled it. You've increased it by 100%. So instead of having 100 murders, you have 200 murders. Well, in this case, folks, West Hollywood's crime has gone up 137%, more than double. So I have to say to California, enjoy, you bunch of idiots. Enjoy. Enjoy your wokeness. Enjoy your virtue signaling. Enjoy the chaos, the Mad Max, the food issues, the homeless issues, the drug issues, the crime issues. Enjoy it. You guys are getting everything you ever wanted. As for me, and apparently the rest of the free-thinking intelligent universe, we are rejecting it, including law enforcement in the state of Georgia. Hallelujah. Law enforcement just might be waking up. God bless the sheriffs out there who understand the Constitution, who take their oath seriously, and who see the threat that we all face. And it's not just in America, folks. It isn't. Now, take a deep breath. I'm going to take a couple deep breaths. All right, breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. Take a sip. In through the mouth, out through the nose. You know what you're breathing? You're breathing about 80% oxygen, 2%, uh, I think, noble gases and... Carbon dioxide, that's right, carbon dioxide's in our air all the time, even before humans, and about 17% nitrogen. Oh my God, not nitrogen. Yeah, well, no, it's always been about 17% nitrogen. 
Some people may say 18 or 19%. I'm not going to argue the, the, the little bits. It's a lot, right? If I inhale 10 gallons of air a minute, right, about two of those gallons is nitrogen, <laughs> right? Gallons of air. How about cubic feet of air? Whatever the thing is, right? Well, over in Holland, they've decided to stop farming. It's time to quit farming because of, get this, nitrogen pollution. The farmers are already protesting, folks. They're already in riot mode. Holland, right? Land of windmills to grind the wheat, to make the flour, to make the bread, to feed the people. Right? The government's declared war on livestock farming because they want to reduce nitrogen emissions. Nitrogen is part of our air already. We're not doing anything to create more. You're just measuring from where it normally comes. Farming, cattle. Yeah, people, folks, in Holland. The nice people who have windmills, and when there's a, a hole in the dike, they plug it with their finger, and they wear wooden shoes, and they love ice skating. Holland, nice people, right? Tuesday night, which is, well, last night, they attacked police cars, right? They went to the home of the uh, nature minister and set off fireworks and burned bales of hay and protest. This is what they're asking for around the world. Absolute, you can't believe they're this stupid, bizarre shit, right? They took a police car, pushed it down the road to block the way to Minister Van Der Waal's house so they could drive tractors down the street. I am so proud of our Dutch brethren. I hope Remy Mersch shows up on Sunday Night Live this weekend and gives us a personal live update because folks here on the Prepared Mind channel, we are international around the globe. You and I are in contact with people in Holland, the Netherlands, England, Scotland, right? Oh, Canada, everywhere. I want some reports on this shit. It is incredible, folks. They're intentionally doing this. This isn't accidental. This is lunacy on the part of these people. Unbelievable. As if I'm going to run out of stuff to talk about. I still can't remember the jackasses. Remember these people? Oh, by the way, share this video address, right? If you're on YouTube, hit like. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit the share button or just copy and paste the internet address and get this out here, right? I remember years ago, something bad happened and then it went away and someone went, well, what are you going to talk about now, John? Uh, nothing to talk about, do you? You don't got nothing to talk about anymore. Yeah, I have nothing to talk about. Are you kidding me? There's so much to talk about. If I didn't have if we, you and I, didn't have live Monday through Friday, the second half of the hour, I would have plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is going to retire tomorrow, Thursday at noon. And at the same exact time, Katanji Brown Jackson is going to be sworn in. Now, if you'll remember... Katanji Brown Jackson could not tell the United States Senate 
what a woman is. She couldn't define what a woman is. How is she supposed to decide issues on men's rights, women's rights? I mean, how do you define what a person of color is? This, believe it or not, is a color. Am I a person of color? Or am I a person of no color? What about your color? Does it count as a color? <laughs> Unfreaking believable. Un unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. Oh, just a little update. Remember Bed Bath and Beyond? Remember Bed Bath and Beyond? They told my pillow. We ain't carrying your stuff anymore. Well, guess what? These dumb bastards at Bed Bath & Beyond have had to turn off their air conditioners to save money in their stores. Their operating costs don't allow them to run air conditioners. Sorry, all you stinky, organic, deodorant-wearing lefties. Guess what? Enjoy the smell as you sweat to death. Good golly, folks. <laughs> That's, I don't know if it's comical or what. I don't know anymore. No, okay, not only did Cassidy Smollett Hutchinson, uh, okay, she's the girl that was the surprise witness for the January 6th, right? Trying to make Trump look bad for the 2022 election to hurt Republicans so there's not Republican control for the 2024 elections when it looks like Trump is going to come in and just landslide everyone. And They're desperate, folks. Cassidy Hutchinson Smollett, right, also lied about a handwritten note. Apparently, she had a handwritten note from somebody as testimony of what was going on in the White House. Uh, apparently, that was uh, bullshit. And uh, apparently, uh, Ms. Piggy Cheney knew it was false uh, because the actual author of the note testified it was his I mean, what is going on? The January 6th committee didn't reach out to the Secret Service in the days before Cassidy Hutchinson was scheduled to come on to find out if her story was bullshit or not. They just totally glossed over the whole Secret Service. Wouldn't you, if you were trying to get rid of the bad guys, because, you know, F Trump, F Trump, right? This Trump derangement syndrome out there. Wouldn't you want to go, okay, let's do a one-two punch. One-two, right? One-two. One-two, right? One, pow, Cassidy Hutchinson. Two, Secret Service to corroborate the story. Instead, they went, one, missed Trump. Two, hit themselves in the jaw. They shot, they hit themselves. Because the Secret Service came out and said, bullshit. Didn't happen bullshit. They look so stupid. Oh yeah. Did I tell you that? Right. Did I, did I forget to mention that 85% of America, 85% of America says we're going the wrong way with Joe Biden and almost four out of five, four out of five Democrats, four out of five Democrats Agree, we're on the wrong track with Joe Biden. And these idiots are like, yeah, let's come up with some more fake testimony. That'll convince everyone. 
Unbelievable, folks. There's some things you just can't believe. If I told you this crap three, four, five years ago, you'd be like, John, get the fuck out of here. No one is going to believe that. Then no one's going to believe that. Unbelievable. So I was talking with Crispy Bacon today. And I said, Chris, what the hell? And he says, you know, you know, we were talking about Chris and then, and then Christopher Columbus came up. And I thought, Christopher Columbus, I've got to use that name, right? Christopher Columbus sailed basically this tiny little wooden ship, the, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria sailed them across the Atlantic, you know. Probably no bigger than a Boston whaler in all truth by time, you know, if you really look at the size of the ships they, they were given. Thanks, King of uh, Spain. Anyways, I thought somehow I got to roll Christopher Columbus in. And lo and behold, John F. Kerry, JFK, John F. Kerry, former presidential candidate, former president, former what was he, Secretary of State? This former jackass, right? Complete Democrat idiot. He is now Biden's climate envoy. I could have gotten the job with a better title with Trump than climate envoy. Anyways, John Kerry said, while we're in the middle of this supply chain crisis, here's his quote. And some things, folks, you can't believe, but he actually said, these words. This is why we're in shit is the fan, folks. This is why it's going to get worse. This is why you need food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. This is why you have to be prepared. This is why you need a plan. <sighs> Quote, we need to spur the transition to green shipping. Green shipping? Green shipping. What, are we going to put goods on sailboats and sail them across the seas? Is that what he's talking about? Are we going to get the Pinta, the Nina, and the Santa Maria to start bringing cargo from China over here? The Pinta, the Nina, and the Santa Maria each could not carry one single cargo container from China, folks. It would sink the boats. Green shipping. Green shipping. Well, let's move off the water onto the land. Green shipping. How do we move things around in the United States of America? Well, starting at the big end, we use trains. Trains. And we also use semi-trucks pulling massive containers all over the country. 35, 40, 45, 48 foot massive trailers. And John F. Kerry wants us to go to green shipping. Green shipping. How are we gonna make a train move, folks? Now, I have to tell you, the cheapest way to ship across the land is on a train, but it requires thousands of gallons of diesel, 
running a giant generator inside an electromotive to turn the electric wheels. That's right, folks. Trains are electric. Aren't they green enough? Right now, yeah, they run on diesel, but I have actually seen Tesla chargers parked with a diesel generator behind them to create the diesel power to make the electrical energy to pump into a green Tesla. I just, it's head shaking, unbelievable. Some things you can't believe when you see them. Trains are the cheapest. But what did we have just the other day? Another train derailment. What do we have down in Los Angeles, folks? Los Angeles. Los Angeles, here it is. I'm going to go to it. I'm going to go to it. Where is it? West Coast rail networks are clogged as supply chain normalization is delayed, folks. The Port of Los Angeles has recently enlisted help from the White House to clear a backlog of railbound containers. And this backlog is tripled since February, folks, as of Monday. It wasn't 28 containers. It wasn't 280 rail containers. It was 28,000 of these shipping containers stuck on the ground. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, John F. Kerry. And what is the White House going to do to help clear this? What can they do? They have done nothing but get in the way of shipping, get in the way of our infrastructure, get in the way and promote this idea of shutting down the country, fucking everything up at the ports. Some things you can't believe, folks. I don't, I don't have to make this up. I don't have to try and scare anybody. I don't have to exaggerate the smallest bit to make this satirical examination of shit hitting the fan look any worse. They're doing it all for me. I don't even have time to get to everything that they want to screw us up with. I have another freaking two dozen stories. In California, the attorney general's office has leaked the names and address of every gun owner in the state of California. This is criminal negligence. Criminal negligence. California has suspiciously, folks, released to the public access that endangers members of the public to radical anti-freedom terrorists, including law enforcement, judges, and other government officials, as well as us, the people of the United States of America. Well, I don't live in California anymore, but now they know what I own, right? The California DOJ's firearms dashboard portal went live with access to everyone. And if you think the left-wing lunatics did not download that list, that includes names, their race, their home address, their date of birth, the date their permit was issued, the type of permit. Unbelievable, folks. Un-unbelievable. What do you want to talk about, right? A lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, I don't need to know. And other people are like, well, John, I, I wanted the truth. And I'm like, can you handle the truth? Can you 
handle it, right? I want the truth. Answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Most of America can't handle the truth, folks. That's why they're not here with us. But there's about three to 5% of America that can handle the truth. They do want the answers. Odds are you know them because you're here and friends and family are going to think more like you than anyone else. So that is why we have to get the information out with the internet address. All right, let's do this. Let's get to the Q&A. It is that time. Are you ready? Welcome back. It is now is part two, side two of this album. And good golly. Okay, what do you guys want to talk about? Jolene, who wants to step up first? It is none other than the Ooh Man. <laughs> uh, a great, uh, generous, noble gentleman, Ooh Man. He says, all these super elite rich dudes that have been trying to take over the world for decades, probably centuries really suck at it. <laughs> they do. Let me tell you who the first one was who got caught. His, his name uh, has gone down in infamy. Adam Weishaupt, uh, founder of the Bavarian Illuminati. One of his agents got caught in Bavaria carrying a note with their plan written out in plain, uh, I believe, high German, <clears throat> talking about how they're going to infiltrate organizations, groups, royal houses, nobility, right? Super rich dudes trying to take over. He got caught. The note got caught. It was intercepted, right? It wasn't written in any super secret code. You know, they didn't use code words like Cerveza Bug and Jim Jones Juice. They just came right out and talked about their plans to take over the world, literally. So the royalty of Europe said, oh, no, you don't. Uh, the Freemasons in America said, you're not taking over our club. And they went to war with them. These, these rich, evil bastards, folks. They don't belong to the Lions Club or the Moose or the Elks or the Masons or the Oddfellows. They don't belong to those. They do, however, belong to the aristocracy. They were enlisted. They were part of it in all truth. And here we are. And they're bad at it. We see them. We see the consequences. We know it was them. And they're, in order to take it over, rather than using, I don't know, cooperation how about how about benefiting the people as they take over the world you want to be in charge you want to be the top dog fine make sure the people are well cared for good standard of living good health right happy lives make for happy subjects nope nope they want to destroy us yeah so we see it we smell it we feel it here we are thank you man very much for that yeah these people are not heads Ah, we got Todd and prepared back up. He says, union will break up. You can't have such divide 
as a nation as we have. I don't want to live with the crazies. Let them kill each other. We had a civil war 160 years ago. That would be that would be eight score. Eight score and two years ago, the Civil War started. Yeah, 1860. But the, the war actually started years, if not a couple decades before that, in the 1840s. And then loudly, vociferously in the 1850s, the southern states said, we don't want to be part of this union anymore. The union called the United States. The union of states that joined together for mutual benefit and mutual protection and mutual preservation. If you aren't part of Washington, D.C., California, Illinois, or New York City, do you feel like it is mutually beneficial, mutually anything? Or do you just feel like we're being used by the federal government, used by these liberal states and their liberal cities? Right? That's what happened back then. And the South said, look, we're agricultural. We produce our own stuff. We'll sell it to you in the North or we'll sell it to Europe. Don't tell us what to do. And the North actually went to war with the South. They would not allow them to secede, to leave. They said, we're going to preserve this union and steal your cotton, whether you like it or not. And they did. And the South lost. People are fleeing it's no longer North and South, folks. It is now, do you want socialism or do you want freedom? Just the other day, we talked about a massive company, Citadel right, Investments, leaving Chicago. And as they left, Chicago basically flipped them the bird. Illinois basically flipped them the bird. F you for leaving. They went to Miami, folks. They took their business over there to Florida and said, you know what? We'll be freer down here, more profitable, prosperous. And protected. And literally, folks, Chicago offers no protection. The same way, well, West Hollywood, massive crime spike. Los Angeles, you bet. San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, the whole West Coast is a shithole in the cities. So people are going and they're moving. And fortunately, Republicans are leaving in droves and the Democrats are trickling out. Now, can we have a divided nation and exist? The answer is, in my opinion, no. No, we have to get rid of socialism. We have to get rid of fascism. And we have to get rid of communism. We need the opposite of all of those things. Because, well, socialism, communism, and fascism are all totalitarian governments. And on the other hand, you have libertarian concepts like freedom and liberty our constitution and a constitutional republic. Texas has lots of uranium. Texas has lots of oil. And the entire South is great for agriculture, energy, and other resources. It can exist as a nation all by itself. We don't need the Great Lakes. We don't need New England. We don't need the West Coast. Now, that's why I'm here, folks. I've come to the safest, most comfortable, protective, prosperous area in the country to fight for America, or rather to fight for the American ideals of freedom, 
liberty, justice, and peace. And fight we will at some point. I'm not encouraging violence. I'm not sanctioning doing evil things. That's not my job. I don't have to do that, right? I tell you what, though. I tell you what. An angry Gen Zer, 19-year-old man working for Amazon in Texas, threatened to carry out a mass shooting. He called the shooter who went into the school in Uvalde, Texas, called him an idol. Guess his politics. They are the party of division. They're the party of tyranny. They're the party of mass murder. They are the party of abortion, folks. In fact, in fact, I, I can't leave this alone. You're going to have to pardon me. I'm going to have to step in and take over the mic one more time. <sighs> there is a pop singer, a Disney star, a Biden influencer, her name's Olivia Rodrigo. She decided that she needs to come out and talk about the Supreme Court's decision over Roe v. Wade, which is not to say Roe v. Wade abortion's not legal, but to say states, you decide for yourselves. But she said so many women and so many girls are going to die because of this. <clears throat> My response to these tyrants out here who are saying, burn the country down disband the Supreme Court, destroy SCOTUS, blah, 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 right? I want to ask this one question. I got a question. Is the number of women and girls who die because they can't get the abortion they need, is that a larger number than the number of babies that die from being aborted? Now, once again, there are many forms of contraception that work and work very, very well. They're both safe and effective, unlike Jim Jones juice. And the responsibility for this rests on both men as well as on the women, right? Contraception. Why don't you try using it instead of blaming everyone else and saying that people are going to die when in fact it is babies that are dying and probably in much greater number than women who can't get an abortion. And by the way, there's a an abortion pill that's out there and it's being sold out. I didn't know that there were that many people needing this stuff, but you know, what do I know? I'm just a penis with legs. Good golly, folks. I mean, literally. Un, un, unbelievable. I'm bouncing the camera. <laughs> Let's do this. Back to your questions, if you will. It's just, it's unbelievable. And it's Cottage Farm checking in. Awesome. So, <laughs> Start the word when you start your sentence off with the word filthy, uh, that tends to make me laugh. Filthy rich elite want control. Bing, you nailed that one. They want control, they want to be kings. The queen isn't going to listen to the people, regardless if the left mob figure out their plan and rage against the machine versus conservatives. <sighs> It's, it's true. These these people all, I've studied them for decades, folks, literally decades. Over 30 years, I've studied this problem. And they are filthy rich. And they are filthy elite. They're filthy royalty. They're filthy aristocrats. They're filthy wannabe aristocrats. I can trace my particular lineage 
back into Germany into the, the early 1700s and late 1600s, I can trace my lineage back there and I can trace it to nobility. But I don't believe for a second that I'm better than other people, that I have the right to destroy and kill and maim and steal people's money because I'm better than them. But they are. They're filthy rich now. And so they're exercising and wielding incredible power. Right? The left mob, as Cottage Farm calls them. Right? Everyone is, is being used in one way or another. You and I, as taxpayers, are being used to fund the machine. The, the, the dumbass left-wingers are raging against freedom and liberty while blaming freedom and liberty, which is actually being used to raise money for the filthy rich so they can pay the leftist mobs to tear down the country. I really believe the Great Reset is here to destroy the economy, finance, the military, our education system, our culture, our traditions, our laws. They need to tear it all down. They need, they need the country to go into collapse mode. Other, I mean, why else would Joe Biden cut our oil supply, cut our oil processing, cut our oil storage, which he's doing right now, deny permits? Why would they do that if the political leftists, Biden and the Democrats, actually were for the working man? The working man can't afford fuel now and to buy food and to pay rent. You have to, you have to do all those things to keep a job. It is unbelievable. I get to come here to this camera, the, the bunker here, wherever I set up the camera and computers. I'm lucky enough to talk to you guys about this or I'd go nuts. I'm lucky enough to have the friends I have, uh, the R Syndicate gang. They're uh, Uman and Vaughn and Kaz and Jolene and Chris. And, and, the, and to have people like you, Cottage Farm and Bonnie Blue and, and everybody everybody out there who writes in, you know, I'd go nuts because it'd be like, can't anyone else see this? It's so incredible. So incredible folks, the elites, the, the Kings and Queens right now, the idiot Biden is in Spain, essentially insulting the King and Queen there. That's right. Spain has a King also. Oh, oh so does the Netherlands. Uh, so does Sweden. There's lots of, lots of Kings and Queens and, and lots of royalty. Lots of aristocrats in Europe still. But Biden's over there making an ass out of himself. Folks, the kings and queens have given up the daily control of the country to parliament, to the governments over there. And so the people think they're ruling themselves. They're actually being ruled by a bunch of power-hungry asswipes. Kings and queens are still kings and queens. Dukes, duchesses, counts, countesses, earls. There's still nobility, folks. There's still aristocrats. And they think they're going to run the world and be rich and be independent of all the trouble that we've caused. Right? These rich people, be they kings and queens or other aristocrats, they are the uber wealthy, the filthy rich who own the corporations. Sure, there's rich common folk. But even they will look back and go, oh, no, I'm royalty. <laughs> right? Yeah, like Clintons. 
The Clintons, yeah, they're royal, all right. Royal a-holes. Thank you for that topic there, Cottage Farm. And thank you for all your great support. And folks, everyone here on Subscribestar is supporting us. And it is just, it's great to have you here. What other topics do we have? And none other than, uh, none other than Christine Bihana. She says, have you heard about BlackRock and White House merger is underway through secret meetings? Um, BlackRock is a huge investment institution, arguably the world's largest, uh, shall we say, hedge fund or investment fund, investment corporation. They have uh, their board members are representing. It's my understanding they're representing the United States government to China. This was uh, some news that came out last week, and uh, I don't think we got to it. It just wasn't stupid and crazy enough at the time. <laughs> well, it is. It's actually incredible. Yeah. A conflict of interest? Hmm. You know, private corporations? Well, I don't know. Maybe the BlackRock guy stepped down for the week, you know, and, and promised he wouldn't do insider trading or make side deals. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Um, the filthy rich folks whether they're kings and queens or corporate owners or investment people or bankers or just little smelly elected, pol uh, elected politicians. They are all lining their pockets. They're all taking care of themselves first and foremost. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, that senator, and I can't even remember what state she was from, but I believe it was Michigan. May have been Wisconsin. Maybe it was Wisconsin. She, she sat there smugly in the legislature and laughed about how she drove her brand new electric car past all of those gas pumps and gas stations with the high gas prices because she didn't have to pay that anymore. Right? Because per mile, it's cheaper to operate an electric vehicle. I guess if you've got 70, 80, $120,000 to throw at an electric vehicle, you might like that. But they're just going to throw it in our faces, insult the shit out of us. Yeah, I heard about BlackRock and White House working together, Christine. Unstinking believable. Right? It is it's just stunning. Absolutely stunning what they're doing to us. And unlike, uh, unlike Holland, we're not pushing cars down the street and driving our tractors to the senator's homes, to the governor's mansion, to the governor's homes, to their second homes. I think that's coming to America. I don't think it'll be allowed the way they allow burning, looting, and murdering by BLM and Antifa, but I think it's going to happen. Right? There are people in California who protest outside of Gavin Newsom's residents constantly it doesn't change anything right there were peasants who protested outside the palace of versailles in france in 1892 sorry 1792 they protested they screamed they yelled ultimately they rioted they rebelled they captured the king and they cut his head off with a guillotine picked up his freshly severed head and before he could pass out showed him his own body. Marie Antoinette 
Let me cake, meaning crust out of a stove, met the same fate along with many other rich people. Well, now you want to protest these people? You stand outside the gates, they leave out the back gate. They can't escape on a horse and a buggy and carriage the way, well, the French aristocrats tried. Instead, they have helicopters and jets, and they'll fly themselves to what they consider to be a safe space. That's right, folks, they have safe spaces. Across the state, in other states, around the world, they're going to run and hide when shit gets really, really nasty. That's why I said, remember their names, remember their faces, remember where they live. They need to be held accountable. That day is going to come. That day is going to come. All right. Uh, what have we next? Right? We have Oregon Patriot checking in. He says, all this makes me say, again, why aren't the Democrats afraid of what's coming in November? Oregon Patriot, that is a great question. My answer to you, number one, is they are afraid. They're very, very afraid. They're very scared. They're very upset. And what is their playbook, brother? What is their playbook? Blame Trump. Blame Trump, January 6th committee. Blame Trump. He, he tried strangling a Secret Service agent. Blame Trump. He, he threw stuff on the ground. He broke dishes. Blame Trump. He grabbed the steering wheel. Right? We, that doesn't fucking matter, does it, man? But that's, the, that's their playbook. Trump derangement syndrome. Number two, they're afraid. It's not, it's not Biden's fault. It's not the Democrats' fault. This is Putin inflation. This is Putin's inflation. And no one's buying it. No one's believing it. No one. They're scared to death. They're scared to death. So in California, what's Governor Newsom doing? He's going to hand out free money. He's going to give them tax rebates up front in cash. What is it, $1,000 plus to every household? Free money giveaway. They're giving away everyone else's money now, trying to buy votes. They let them in the country, and they're still, they're not happy. And they're like, shit, gas is cheaper in Mexico than it is in California. Anywhere from six to nine bucks a gallon for gasoline, right? They're scared to death. What else are they afraid? Social media. Kill, kill, kill the internet. They want to cut down the internet. What, right? U.S. Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, is requesting that Apple and Google ban the TikTok app because it's a national security risk. What? Is TikTok too free? Or is it too Chinese? Or is it not enough? CIA told you so, right? We, just the, just the vanilla stuff I talk about was too much for TikTok. But they're, they're trying to get, they're trying to censor us. They're trying to silence us. They're trying to convince us it's Putin's fault. It's Trump's fault. They're trying to say parents are domestic terrorists. Oregon Patriot, they're totally afraid. They think you and I are violent because we call ourselves patriots. They think we're, we're, we're dangerous because we're preppers. They think we're a threat to democracy because we want freedom and liberty. 
They live in a land of delusion in their heads, between their ears. That is incredible, is it not? But I know also what you're pointing to. And it is the election process. There's some suggestion that Democrats are afraid and they are full of hate and anger for America, but they're also doing all they can to control, massage, manipulate the election system, right? That's right. The Democrat member of the Colorado Democrat Party came out and admitted in the last election cycle that he and they were willing to lie, cheat, and steal. Oh, by the way, in Colorado, um, little Republican patriot representative Bobert, uh, she's won the primary. She hasn't been canceled. They can't get rid of her. They can't use a rhino to replace her. But that's what's going on, in my opinion, Oregon Patriot. They're scared to death, man. That's why they're willing to do anything it takes, scorched earth included, literally scorched earth. This is why Chevron's leaving California and other big businesses as well. Elon Musk leaving California, leaving California, right? Citadel, other investors leaving New York City, leaving Chicago, leaving Los Angeles, heading for Texas, heading for Florida, and anywhere that is a safe haven against their theft. Thank you there, Chris B. Bacon, for sending me that. Okay, um, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. We're we're wrapping up the show. I know we've got another one. Let's see what we've got down in the comment section. Jolene, we got David. He says, this is from the book, The Good Earth. I think that was by Pearl S. Buck. Uh, in the book, and I, I did not like The Good Earth and Pearl S. Buck. I did not like that. But, you know, I took classic literature in my college prep English. From the book, The Good Earth, farmers left the countryside to survive famine and became the homeless of the cities. As tensions built and suffering became unbearable, these farmers swarmed the homes of the city's rich, stealing everything of value they could get their hands on. Will something like this happen in US cities? How can one possibly defend against such a thing? Well, the people in the city, the people in the city believe that the people in the country are living too good and they have too much. This showed up. Uh, I need to read this. Let me read this to you. This is from a left wing lunatic site because they didn't like what happened with Roe v. Wade. The radical Christians are found in the rural areas. Their towns are defenseless. They have almost no cops and their firemen are volunteers. They have to borrow cops and firemen from neighboring jurisdictions miles away in order to handle anything big. And they think they're safe out there. Forget burning cities. Cities are on our sides. It's time for rural areas to feel the heat. That's just paragraph one of a multi-paragraph article that was captured screenshot and released in the prepper patriot community so they're like why are we burning our own cities down this is our city we should go out and burn the people in the country well 
if there's a hundred people and they're running at a farmhouse and the farmer has a hundred rounds of ammunition and folks, they have a lot more than that. Let's just say they have a hundred rounds. They're going to take out half of those people at the very least. So then the 50 idiots after swarming one farmhouse, go to the next farmhouse where that farmer, uh, because he heard the commotion has another farmer with him and each of them only have a hundred rounds and folks, they have a lot more than that. So now they have 200 rounds to deal with 50 wild-eyed, lunatic, citified morons who think it's time to turn up the heat on the country folk. And, well, the 50 remaining ones perish. They won't last long in the country. Now, this idea that people in the country go to the cities, um, the, the novel, uh, The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck, because I'm pretty sure that's the one you're talking about, did talk about how farmers went to the city. And, um, you know, the story about the guy who came from nowhere and became wealthy and he had his very special daughter, you know, and uh, garlic. He liked garlic, I think. You know, there's all kinds of stuff in that, that that I remember and stuff I don't. But people go to the cities because they believe that the cities have opportunity. Right. And cities do offer a type of opportunity, a certain type of lifestyle. Right. If you live in a small country town, there's only so many businesses and so many farms and so many dollars to go around. So people leave. They leave the city. I'm sorry, the small town, and they go to the city because it's a land of opportunity. Uh, when it comes to food. Food in the cities is there in maybe warehouses. Wealth in the cities right? Where is it kept at? The rich people's homes, right? Like if, if, if you're, you're desperate, you're hurt. And I know I'm going a little long here, but this is, I think, a pretty decent topic to spend some of our time on. Of course, you come to your own conclusions. If I'm hungry, do I care if someone has a Maserati in the driveway or a 75-inch big screen TV? If I'm starving, am I going to try and carry off some very expensive artwork. No, I'm starving. I'm hungry. You know, you're going to where the food is or where you think the food is or where someone else said the food is. And there's going to be a lot of that. Go that way. We hear there's a lot of food over there. That's what I would tell everyone else. So they get the hell away from me. I heard that way over there, right? Way over there. There's this guy, his name is Fred and he's got a warehouse and he's the only one with a key. That's on the other side of town, right? I'm sending people away from me. <laughs> right? There's going to be so much confusion and anger. Number one, food. People got to have food. Number two, water. You can't go more than a couple of days without water. You will die. Food, water, shelter. If it's winter, the elements will get them. Clothing, same story. You got to have good clothing. There's going to be so many things that stop people from going. And there's going to be so many things that direct people's attention. As a prepper, what is your job? protect yourself, your family, your group, your community, you know, you know, prepper group, prepper community, prepper neighborhood, whatever you want to call it, right? That's a big, big deal. That's number one. You've got food, you've got water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense and a plan, right? What we have to do is get through these crazy times. 
we got to get through the crazy times. Right? We got to survive the craziness of these people running around. And they are, they're, they're idiots, folks. They're mad. And I don't mean angry. I mean, they're mad. They may be angry, but they're crazy. They're loco on the cabeza. They're not right in the head. There's going to be trouble coming. The rich may try and flee it and go hide. Everyone's going to have to pay something. But yeah, uh, rich people, if people have enough energy, they will ransack their houses. They will destroy the houses. They will burn those houses to the ground out of anger and frustration and to seek vengeance. Expect it, right? The smart people will be finding food and protecting themselves. I hope it doesn't get that bad. I hope we don't get to Captain Caveman or Mad Max. I hope we don't get there. I still, by the way, Jenny Jen, have that Captain Caveman you sent me. Um, it's, in fact, it's right sitting over there. Anyways, um, folks, chance favors the prepared mind is yours. Godspeed. Semper Fi. Get prepared.